Welcome to another episode of the Coffee with Creators podcast. I am your host, Michael, a graphic designer, content creator, pizza eater, and work from Homer. Um, I'm laughing a little bit because my friend who is helping me co-host this episode is making fun of me. He's dancing in the background as I am speaking to you right now. So welcome to the podcast. Once again, our friend Yi. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Uh, happy to be back. That was a really, really solid intro, Michael. I actually, listening to you do it, I'm quite impressed by how smooth that was. <laughs> Thank uh, you. So we also are joined by another uh, guest, a good friend of mine, Sabrina. Uh, Sabrina is someone that I've known for a long, long time. And I thought, you know what this show is missing? Someone who has a really, really amazing voice. And so... Uh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, <laughs> so, in any case, uh, here's Sabrina. Uh, Sabrina, why don't you give the audience a quick intro about yourself, uh, and then you know, we'll take it from there. Okay. Well, hi, guys. I don't know if I would say I have a really, really nice voice, per se. Um, maybe I'm an interesting voice. Uh, well, definitely so, yeah. nicer than me and, and than mine, and me, so, let's say, as well. Um, but... Uh, uh, let me think. Okay, yeah. Hi, I'm Sabrina Fest. Um, I am a person who likes to do weird child animation voices, um, and that is part of my job. I'm a voice actor, and then uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's about when, it. When you say when you say weird child animation voiceover, uh, what <laughs> what does that what does that mean? You know. Um, basically, like, my forte, I like to think my forte and, like, my specialty is, like, 5 to 12-year-old kid voices and, like, voices that you would hear on, like, Nickelodeon and uh, Disney Channel, like, those sorts of the wackier TV shows where they're more characters and not, like, normal speaking voices, you know? It's like they've got, like, quirks about them. So that's right, what yeah. I do. <laughs> Interesting. How interesting. So let me ask you this one really uh, question that uh, th this question that's always been in my kind of like the back of my head. And the reason why I asked this, is because I was telling you earlier that there are a couple of voice actors that I follow on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And I find it really, really fascinating how it's just the little changes that they make in their voices, the way they speak, even the timing mm -hmm. um, just completely changes like the, the personality. Like, yeah. I could close my eyes and I'm like, okay, this is a completely different person. So from my perspective, when I'm listening to it, it sounds like they're doing a lot of things. You know what yeah. I mean? To really differentiate the characters. But for you, um, is it a huge like change? A huge like a uh, like you kind of have to really project that character. I know it's it's mm. kind of like maybe it's too early in the podcast to be asking that, but it's totally always just been. <laughs> always just been curious about that like do you just make little tweaks and then it's a completely different character or you really have to put yourself in a very Kinda. different mindset no yeah i mean like for me it just really depends on the type of audition i get you know which net uh which network is it coming from that way i can figure out like oh maybe it's a little bigger or for like video games you don't want it to be too big because it's a little more like realistic um or more natural sounding and then does this person, where are they from? Do they have accents? Do they not? Um, uh, anything about the drawing also helps me a lot. Like if I see that maybe they're, they're smirking. So then I talk out of the side of my mouth a little more instead of like, you know, just like in front, which is going to sound a little different where you're placing it. Right. Um, right. What kind of different quirks do they have? What age are they? All of these little things play into how I come up with a voice for a character, essentially. How interesting. Wow. Do, do, does someone give you, like, direction when um, it comes to, like, the characters? It depends. Like, so say you get an audition. They're like, here's the breakdown. They are 12 years old. And it's a girl, she's 12, she's a little rougher around the edges, um, she likes to play sports, uh, she doesn't mind getting a scraped knee, she has a couple older brothers, and um, she's kind of like a wackadoodle personality. And so then I take all of that and I'm like, 
okay, so I'll age her down a little bit from my natural voice, which I already sound like I'm 12, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> like, naturally, I just sound like I'm 16, so that's cool. Um, but then I age it down, and then I'm like, okay, we give her a little bit of rasp because she's, like, kind of cool, and you kind of, like, push it a little bit, and then you're like, ah, yeah, it's, like, totally cool. This is just me, and I'm, like, 12 now. But, like, I'm, like, kind of hardcore, you know? Like, I'm, like, chill because I got these older brothers, so you're like, yeah. And so it's just like stuff like that. That is so cool. I'm, like, I'm mind blown. I love just listening to that whole process in real time. And it's, it's, it's fun too because since we have the video element, uh, you're, you're physically changing your body. Oh, yeah. Right? Most definitely. Facial yeah. expressions and how you're, I bet, like how you're like squeezing certain muscles to, to mm-hmm. kind of get in that. Um, that was, well, okay, before we dive really far into the process and technique, uh, Sabrina, can you share with the audience, like, uh, pieces that you've worked on or shows that you've worked on or anything uh, that yeah. people might recognize just to give some background so you know what you've, what sure. you've done? Of course, legally, I can disclose a few things. <laughs> uh, so legally speaking, um, I, if we're thinking younger audiences, I'll go from younger to older audiences. For younger audiences, uh, I did a guest star on Nickelodeon, The Loud House, which is like in its sixth season, I think. It also has a movie, like a live action movie that just came out or something like that, or is coming out. Um, So I'm on The Loud House as a guest star, and my character's name was Melly Ramos. And I was like, this really like shy girl who was like just really like scared of everything and didn't really talk a lot, and she was just like really scared. Um, And so that was Melly, and I think the episode episode was called Community Disservice. Um, so there's that. <laughs> good, um, good. And then recently, there's this YouTube webs... You, you, YouTube? You, yep, that's how you say it. YouTube. Sorry, English. Um, there's this YouTube web series about these dolls. They're called the OMG dolls. And now they're doing like animated stuff and they have a movie and everything and I'm Neonlicious and Neonlicious is like super high energy and she's just like oh everything is so cute and she has a little kitty called Neon Kitty and it's all like hey babes it's all like that sort of stuff um and then if we're going into older audiences I do a lot of Netflix dubbing um so for shows like Control Z and Elite, those are um, like Spanish speaking TV shows, and I do the English voices for them so that it's like, you know, if you like watch Squid Game, for example, how you could either watch it in, or if you watch any type of anime, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you watch it in either you can do it in Japanese in the regular language or whatever it is, the original language, and then they also have like the English dub version. So I just do it the opposite way for English speakers. How cool. Do you at all take any any sort of like um, creative input from the other language? Like, for example, if you're dubbing um, uh, Spanish, right? Like, do, mm-hmm. do you take cues from the original voice actor or do you come up with your own thing? Uh, so it's kind of uh, for anyone who's looking into getting into dubbing, right? Um, what you do is you it's kind of like karaoke. So you watch a screen and you look at the, the the scene that you're doing, right? And you have to do every like inhalation, exhalation, mouth noise, or anything that the original actor does, right? But it's all timed out. So you have the English translation. You also need to make sure that, you know, your mouth is moving as quickly uh, as the original actor and especially for Spanish speakers, they speak very, very quickly, right? There's a lot of like mouth flappy that goes on. Um, Mm -hmm. So you need to do that sort of thing. And it's just kind of like karaoke that way where you are taking every single cue that they're doing. So if I notice they breathe in, then I also have to inhale. Or if they um, turn to the side and exhale and they're like, "Ah," then I also have to do the so it's, right. it's like that, <laughs> but it's just right. karaoke, <laughs> which is super this fun. Is, this is why I can't do any of that. I can only focus on one thing at a time. <laughs> well, you You're don't have to memorize. Yeah, no, you it's... don't have to memorize anything. So that's the that's yeah. the awesome part is that you get to you can still read along, um, which is. But I think that's the thing, though. Like, scary. like for example, if I were to to try to picture myself like in mm-hmm. this very very wacky uh, version of myself that I'm actually acting, right? Mm-hmm. 
all I have to do is focus on myself, what I'm trying to project. But you, yeah. you have to read that other per that other person. It's almost like you're mimicking them. Yeah. But also inserting inserting your own uh, spin to it, right? You kind of well in the world of dubbing, for example, you mm -hmm. I don't think about it as in. I have to put my own spin to it. Like I'm literally that person. I am their voice. So I feel like I actually don't have to do a lot because I'm just listening to, and I'm listening to how they say it first. And then I watch how they're reacting to it. And naturally the more you do it, the more you look at it and you're like, Oh, okay. I understand. Cause you're also saying the words along with the scene. You don't have to worry about your face. You just have to worry about your voice. I see. No, so it's I, okay. for me, okay. it's, it's less, I feel like it's, less work to do because then I don't actually focus on myself. I just completely focus on them. Do okay, you, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so when you're doing the dubbing, do you try to match your voice to their voice or do you just like, Hey, I know my voice is different. Yeah. So this is something that like casting does, right? Like everyone uh, who okay. is up in there, they say, okay, this is the character that we have. She's this old. She is a, l a little shyer, right? She's, or she's like really mean. I do, apparently I do like mean girl voice pretty well. <laughs> Cause I always get cast for these like uh, girls with a lot of attitude and who are just like, well, I don't think that's right. So, and you so, can like talk to my, so, like so you can go, yeah. So I get a lot of those. So it just depends on what they want. And honestly, you just speak with your natural voice is, is what I've done. And mm -hmm. I notice it's still fine. So, yeah. and it, it doesn't a hundred, it's not like a voice match for the original character per se. It's just, do they think that voice matches that face? Right. And that's it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So ye, I think we did get way deep into, too deep into <laughs> you, like, this conversation. Got, I know, like, I know. Sorry. I got, I got too excited. You, it's like you have these questions uh, like lined up in your head. And you're just like, you know what? I'm going for it. I'm going for the deep dive right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a curious guy. And this is like the first time we actually have a professional as a guest. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm only slightly professional. <laughs> okay. So how about, how about we start from the beginning, right? So okay. like, can you, can you tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got into this, this industry? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I went to USC university of Southern California in Los Angeles, California. Um, <laughs> and I went for acting cause that was obviously the super smart choice. And I was like, I want to do it. I love it. Ah. Um, which I still obviously very much do. Um, I went in for acting. I was a young 18 year old, had no idea anything about myself. I had no idea who I was. And then in your senior year, there's a, you have like electives, obviously, right? And I was super interested in voiceover because I loved commercials. I grew up watching the Sunday morning commercials and uh, commercials. Oh my God, Sabrina. Um, <laughs> the Sunday morning cartoons, uh, cartoons. I can, I know words. Um, I, I watch commercials yeah. too as a kid. So I, know, that, that, I aspired to do commercials. That's true, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I've done a few commercials too, but like mostly I do like animation. Um, but back to the point, I took a class called voiceover acting and I was like, mm, I love comics and I love cartoons and anime. And that was like my life growing up, right? Sailor Moon, all of the Disney animated princesses, like everything that you could think of, like Pokemon. I still watch Pokemon sometimes because I like it. Yu-Gi-Oh! Like I watched everything, right? Um, yeah. So I took this class and I was like, huh, this is kind of fun. And then the more I took it, my teachers were like, hey, you're kind of good. And I was like, hey, I am kind of good. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I love it. Um, <laughs> it's me. I love yeah. it. Um, and then I was really, really fortunate to be signed by a relatively bigger agency here in the U.S., um, CESD. And they have an office here in Los Angeles and here at and there in New York. Um, and so my senior year, as I was about to graduate, I had been signed on with CESD and they have multiple departments, including voiceover. They have a whole unit, like a whole department devoted to voiceover. So I sent in a couple of my things while they were, we were like getting to know each other and meeting and that sort of thing. And then they were like, yeah, they just like kept sending me auditions after we signed in everything. And it's been like, 
I mean, it took me so long to book my first thing, honestly. If you're getting into voiceover, I almost feel like it's kind of, it's, I almost feel like it's harder to get into voiceover than it is to like on screen camera acting. But that's just yeah. my personal, like, that's just what I've experienced. Um, but yeah, that's how I got started. Okay, thank you for sharing that. I that also want to ask along that that line of um, when you said that you th you feel like it's uh, it's kind of hard. It's mm -hmm. harder maybe from your perspective. I also got the same impression not because I tried, <laughs> no, mm -hmm. just because as a kid, I I realized that some of my favorite characters, you know, growing up uh, mm -hmm. were did multiple voices, multiple oh, characters. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I just assumed that the the industry was very very competitive in that sense that. Once you're in, like you get to, to, to try different roles because people don't see your face. You know what I mean? And yeah, you can exactly. Change into a different character. Yeah. Which is awesome because then you're not limited to what you look like. Right. And I, that's also been a huge change, especially nowadays, you know, we're seeing all the auditions I get. It's like only read if you're actually, actually this ethnicity, right? Which back then mm -hmm. it was great because, you know, you weren't limited to that. So you could try out new roles and different things and try and connect to different characters that maybe you wouldn't have had the opportunity to have connected to, um, mm -hmm. in the past, but now it's great because, you know, we have a little more representation, which is awesome. Um, and for me as someone who like on screen, people don't really know what I am just because I'm a little ethnically ambiguous. Um, that, especially in the on-camera industry, has been kind of limiting almost. Even though they really, really like ethnically ambiguous, it's also limiting because at first they don't really know what box to put you in. But if right. you don't, if they don't have to pay attention to your face and just your voice, you're a lot less limited. For lots of voiceover actors, because... It, in order to be a voiceover actor, I feel like you kind of have to have a lot of versatility, right? You can't just have two cool voices. Like you have to have 20, an arsenal, right? Like a big toolbox. Mm -hmm. All of the voiceover artists that we grew up with um, uh, just during our childhood, right? They all were voiced by the same people. Like Right. Tara Strong, yeah. for example, right? She was Bubbles and she's Raven in Teen Titans and she was Harley Quinn and XYZ. Like the list goes on and on and on, right? Or yeah. Grey Delisle, who was Azula and Daphne and like all these different crazy, amazing voices all come from one person. So that's why I feel like it's a little hard to get into the industry as like a bigger name because there's so many talented people and they will just reuse them. That's the yeah, thing. Right, They'll just keep right. reusing because it's like, well, we already know this person is awesome. And that way we don't have to go through the audition process again. Yeah. It costs a little more money, but like, then we don't have to take time and time is money. Right. So yeah. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's so interesting. And I, I remember this, uh, this problem that I had when I was growing up because mm -hmm. um, I used to be a big, I'm still, I still am a big transformers yeah uh, <laughs> peter cullen is like the the voice over god to me you know mm -hmm. every time i hear his voice i'm like that's optimus prime and so he had he oh, yeah he voiced other intros <laughs> for other cartoons what did you say i said i can't do it obviously because i'm not like that cool or grubbly but <laughs> that's my optimist it's crazy and that was the thing like obviously he's older and yeah. i don't know if he actually retired but they had to choose they had to pick someone else who could kind of imitate his voice mm -hmm. and it just never was not the same yeah it's you know, like it's just like yeah. it's like um for all the avatar the last airbender fans out there hey um <laughs> it's like for for um oh my god uncle iroh there we go how mm -hmm, the original mm -hmm. voice actor you know unfortunately passed away right and then they had to get another voice actor to replace him and even though he does a great impression and he really honors the original voice actors you know tone and flow and that sort of thing it's just not a hundred percent the same um right but that voiceover that voiceover actor now has general iroh 
in his he's not general iroh it's technically uncle iroh because there's a second general iroh but that's fine um (laughs) but he has that in his arsenal right but i'm sure that he can do a ton of different voices right and so yeah yeah. (laughs) but it's pretty cool yeah i just thought that the industry in itself is just so interesting and it's just Mm -hmm. it's it's a lot more complex than you know the end product is simple right like yeah people most most of the time don't even recognize the voice behind the character they mm-hmm. just see the character and it's like, oh, this is the voice and th- yeah. that's him. So how do you feel about that? Like when when people um, kind of worship these characters, right? Do you kind of feel like, oh, that was me? And do you do you do you I don't know, maybe it's just me. Oh, my, for my, sure. It's kind of you cute. know what I mean? Like because I feel like I'd be like, that was me. That was me. Everyone. Hey, you know, it's like, you want me yeah, to do a voicemail? Yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to do a voicemail? <laughs> do a voicemail? <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be totally me. Yeah. So it's like, I'll do it for free. I'll do it for free. Just like, let me do it for you. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, I'm always, I always think it's so cool. Even now, you know, when my friends are like, oh my God, I, I was watching Elite and that's your voice and that's your, that's not your face, but that's your voice. And I was like, yeah, that's me. It's really cool. Huh? Um, and then I have 11 nieces and nephews. Right. Um, oh. And so they have watched things like my Loud House episode and the LOL dolls on YouTube and that sort of thing. And so when they're like, oh my God, that's Auntie, like that's Aunt Sabrina. I'm like, yeah, that's me. It is me. <laughs> you know? You're very popular in kids' parties, I'm sure. Oh, I yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I was just trying to picture, like, hey, Auntie Sabrina, can you do the voice? I'm like, you know, yeah. if that were me, I'll be like, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, because I, I also have a lot of friends, because I used to do a lot of, um, like, Pokemon impressions, you know, like different Pokemon. Like, and, yeah, like, and, like. And, uh, <laughs> like, I would do Pikachu and Jigglypuff. And like Togepi, even though Togepi is pretty hard, um, but I do a lot of like the first gen sort of like Pokemon. Um, yeah. He's yeah. urging you. I, I'm stuff, waiting but... for the. I'm waiting for these impressions. <laughs> the demo. Okay, well, like it's gonna be loud. Um, so I'm sorry, listeners, you might want to turn you've down the volume. You've been warned. Yeah, yeah, listeners, you've been um, warned right now. Yeah, but like for example, here we go. Um, my Pikachu. Because I was obsessed, right? I have a, I have a Pikachu plushie. I'd be like, oh my god, it's my Pikachu, and it'd be like, be 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 Pikachu, Pika Pika, and like that sort of stuff. And then yeah. Oh my <laughs> so, god, that is that is insane. That but is... like, I was so obsessed with these 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 cartoons at, at a young age that I also. I also like to imitate a lot of things. So I'll imitate my friends a lot, right? And I draw a lot of inspiration just from people around me. I'll be like, oh, this character, like this for this audition, this character is kind of like my friend. So maybe I'll just like pretend to be my friend for a second. You know, it's like totally chill. (laughs) It is like kind of fun, right? Um, Which is not me. I'm just, I'm I'm not as cool as that. Um, (laughs) But yeah. Do you shut it off though in your head, like as a creative, like when you hear someone, when you see something, does it does it ever shut off? Like that part of your brain, you're like, oh, I can I can imitate that. Oh, I could I could totally draw from that person or that character. No, I don't think it does. I think subconsciously, my my brain kind of just registers it. Like I don't think, oh, I want to imitate this person. My brain automatically is just like filtering it away. Um, mm-hmm. and then if I think, uh, if I'm like, oh, that remind this character reminds me of that one time I saw that person on the street that was like kind of crazy or whatever, then I, I just like remember that and I'm like, oh, it kind of sounds a little bit like this. And that same thing of like getting that, um, the English words, English words, English words, um, <laughs> Getting into their bodies. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, right, anyone who's um, watching this looks at me persona, and I look weird. The persona, uh, the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. I, get, yeah. I totally get that. Okay. <laughs> Getting no, it into your body really... is different, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's just really interesting because I feel that um, a lot of actors and uh, comedians, mm-hmm. like, I think that one of their greatest skills is the, the ability to just observe, mm-hmm. right? To observe, remember, and basically just have that register in their, their heads and kind of like they have that little bank in their heads like okay i like this one and then later on when they need to draw from that they just pick and choose and kind of just like mix and match and make it their own so i just Mm -hmm. found that to be very fascinating because i'm to me i'm a photographer all i do is just take pictures i feel like i'm cheating 
because all I have to do is like you someone else has to look camera. nice and I just click the, the camera. You know what I mean? It's not my job to make you look nice. <laughs> like you look nice already. You so. look nice and then I kind of make it look a little nicer with how I yeah, position yeah, it. Yeah, it really was. So, but that, I just think that that's so fascinating about like the, your ability, your, your, your skill um, to actually just observe and remember mm -hmm. and find these little details that, you know, I guess the average person wouldn't even notice. Yeah, I mean, That's I think really it's cool. also I think it also is attributed to the fact that I, I, I speak more than one language, right? Like I speak English, but uh, I also speak Mandarin Chinese because my mom's Chinese. And then I also speak Spanish, even though it's not as good and I'm still working on it. Um, <laughs> I speak Spanish because my dad's from Mexico. And so I think being able to the fact that I have these different languages and cultures and, you know, the way that you speak in different languages uh, your your mouth placement changes and your lips change and where you touch your tongue to the roof of your mouth changes and all that sort of stuff. I think that has really helped me with these imitations, for example, because I had to imitate my parents and change the way that I spoke English, right? I had to speak a different language and I had to imitate them. And then I just imitate, you know, the friends around me and the environment that I was in. So I think that all really helped shape me to be able to be more versatile in mm -hmm. the way that I do things. And I also like loved accents when I was younger. Like I would read those Harry Potter books and I would like read it out loud, but with like my very shoddy at the time, my very shoddy British <laughs> accent, I'd be like, I'm Hermione, blah, 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 you know, and like all that stuff. Um, <laughs> but I've always liked imitating and like that sort of stuff from a young age. And I think language has really helped me with that. I can see that. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I, I, I'm also bilingual, so mm -hmm. I understand the whole like kind of being malleable enough mm -hmm, to, mm -hmm. to make you, yourself sound a certain way. And so I when you said that, I'm like, OK, yeah, that does make sense. So I see how that can definitely help. Um, you mentioned you, you just said that you, uh, your English accent, um, your British accent was a little bit shoddy before. How do oh, you yeah. feel about it now? Well, I had to take so a fun fact that you get to uh, a fun thing you get to do in uh, acting when you're an acting major <clears throat> is you get to take dialect classes, right? Um, so I took a dialect class because I wanted to. And, you know, we did things like English, like American dialects. So like Southern or East, Eastern, mm -hmm. like the New Yorky. Um, or like even the more Appalachian sort of thing, you know, where they have like longer A's and, and that sort of thing. Um, and then we also did like a British accent because if you're doing theater, then you're probably going to do Shakespeare at some time. So you right. best <laughs> learn an English accent, right? Um, so yeah, I did a how lot many, of those. How many accents can you do? Um, um, okay, so like I think I, I are do... about to have her go through a whole accent <laughs> reel live. I feel, I'm I feel really so bad. down for this. I'm really I down feel, for this. I feel I'm just gonna apologize to anyone who actually speaks these, uh, has these accents because they're not a hundred percent like perfect, you know. Um, but we could try. <laughs> Let's try it. Yi is just holding. He's just relaxed, sitting back, and just enjoying the show. I, know. I feel like I'm watching the best live entertainment possible. I'm so entertaining. Thank because you. Because I was, I was even thinking like, I was like, I was like, you know what? You know, maybe we have Sabrina record the intro for the next season of <laughs> Coffee with Creators because there's so much person. <laughs> yeah, there's so much personality behind it. Like, oh my yeah. goodness. I feel like who's this weird right. quirky girl but um okay if we're if we're thinking like uh the u.s right i can't do canada because canada is a little too similar and i i can't i don't i still haven't understood how to wrap my head around their vowels um even though i have a lot of canadian friends which is which, which is weird but um if we're thinking the u.s then if you're thinking southern but like texas southern so they have okay. harder r's when they talk um, oh God, I, now I need to think of a sentence. Uh, now I have to get into it. Why? Okay. Oh, 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 here's another thing. If I try and think of an accent to do, my mouth will not do that accent. It'll do a different <laughs> accent. So like, for example, if I'm thinking like, oh, I want to do a British accent and 
instead do you like something very more received pronunciation and very um, more like the Queen's English sort of accent. Um, instead, I might slip into something that's a little further off, that's not as, um, not as refined and it's a little, I don't know, even Northern, like Irish or something, but it's not exactly what I want. But then, but then when I think Irish, then I come down and then I am suddenly doing an Australian accent, which is not that great <laughs> either. Um, but I've been watching a lot of H2O, which is like, I don't know if you guys remember, you probably don't, but uh, it was a lot of uh, these mermaids and it was about Cleo and Emma and Ricky and it was all these sort of different things. And my voice will naturally sort of switch into different accents and I have no idea what goes on a lot of the time so when people ask me like do this accent I'm like and I just I have no idea what goes on um you have to kind of roll into it it's yeah I really do I have to get into it because otherwise you know my body doesn't really know what to do and a lot of the times like if you I remember there was this one interview with Margot Robbie where she was like doing the thing for I think it was once upon a time in Hollywood or something and or uh, Wolf of Wall, Wall Street or something like that. And she was like, you have to get into the personalities. Uh, oh, see, weird. <laughs> you have to get into the personality of things. And so she would pretend that she was doing her nails at the salon. And so she's like now a Josie girl. And it kind of naturally comes out when you do it like that. Right. <laughs> um, and then if you want to go more Southern Belle, then you have to think. I don't even know. What do you think? Mm. But you think random things <laughs> and you're like, ah. Like, wow, this is the most wonderful thing I'd ever experienced in my life. <laughs> Sweetie, I just think you should come in for a cup of tea and we'll just have a grand old time now, won't we? Oh. And it's like weird things. I can't do it unless I have a script in front of me. So right. it's yeah. really odd. I mean, you did really, really well. <laughs> I Thank think, uh, you. I think it's a wrap. I don't know, I don't know what I else we could do I'm, right now. Yeah, Ladies uh, and gentlemen, was... we actually had five guests today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was people. That was so enjoyable. I, honestly, that was so I'm, enjoyable. Yeah, I'm like you met all my away. personalities. I know that's. <laughs> <laughs> but all your person, all these um, these these characters that you play, that you mm -hmm. played before, are are they somewhat in line with who you really are? Like your personality, like bubbly, fun sort of thing. Yeah. Or did you, do you ever get projects that are like way way off? And it was in oh. in, in a way kind of could be fun too. Yeah, for sure. Like there, like I get hundreds of auditions, right? And that's the thing. Like you get five hundred auditions and you get one callback. Um, I don't know if that's like a great percentage. Um, I don't think it is. But you know, that's just me. Um, <laughs> it's not ideal. I would it's say it's not ideal. But you know, um, that's me. Um, so uh thoughts yes okay <clears throat> sorry i had to get back in my thoughts when i mm, nope just kidding i lost it what was your question <laughs> sorry. Uh, have you, have i feel played... like i'm so over the place <laughs> i love it i love it have you played characters that were were a little bit different from what you were used to yes a hundred percent um i haven't played a character yet that's different from me um but in the audition process, for example, like I tend to get characters that are more my natural speaking tone. So like mm, higher and a little bubblier and like kind of cutesy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But I get a bunch of auditions, for example, video games. Right. I am not a strong six foot tall Amazonian woman who wields the power of the universe. In a, you know, like that's not me. Um, or any of that, but I have to think, okay, if I was this person and I was in control and I had all of this pressure on me, like, what would I sound like? Or if I'm a magical fairy elf, like, would I maybe sound a little softer and a little more whimsical? And there's not that mm -hmm. much change in your voice, but it's just a different, it's like, it's like that Shrek's saying where he's like, peel back another layer. You're like an onion. You peel back another layer origami. Um, so yeah, I just always reference Shrek because I think that's a hundred percent correct. Um, when it comes to voiceover acting, it's another layer. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah. Have you had, have you had to, um, turn down roles just because they're just way, way too off? 
Oh, heck no. <laughs> I wish I could turn on rolls. Oh. 500. <laughs> wow. That seemed like such a sore spot of, hey, I think I turned down a job. And she's like, what do you mean turn down a I'm job? Just, <laughs> I would what do you, never. What, what is this luxury that you're talking just, about of turning no. down a job? <laughs> um, a few auditions I have turned, or I haven't, I haven't like submitted a few auditions. For example, if I think if, you know, I, I give every audition a go. And doesn't matter how different it is for me, I will always try it just to see, you know, oh, is this something that I can maybe do in the future? Um, or mm -hmm. this is another layer that I didn't know I had of my onion. Um, and so then I will try everything. But sometimes it's like, I don't think ethnically I'm right for the role or I just can't connect with the characters. So there's it doesn't feel authentic or sometimes you just listen to yourself over and over and then you just hate how you sound. And then you're like, well, mm -hmm. I guess we're not doing this. <laughs> and then you just move on. But thankfully, you know, I have so many different opportunities that the, the ones that I do pass up on is like maybe 1% of the okay. auditions that I get. Um, okay. I try my hand at everything, but it doesn't That's always awesome. work. <laughs> that, no, that really is awesome. And the only reason I ask that is because I find myself like imagining what if, say, for example, um, like, for example, okay, like I would love to, to play a villain. If mm -hmm. I were in a movie, I would love to play a villain just because I, that, that's not me, right? Yeah. Or that, at least that's what they think, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the nicest sounding villain of them all. <laughs> But I am like, evil. For example, <laughs> <laughs> like, for example, um, the characters from Game of Thrones, for example. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I remember this. Uh, the first time I saw Game of Thrones, I'm like, man, they use the C word a lot. Like, they, they swear a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's like, mm -hmm. what if I'm not that person? Like, I'm not used to swearing. Like, if I swore, if I cuss that in front of Yi, he's going to be like, uh, what's wrong with me. you? Excuse <laughs> like, me. That's not true. You cursed earlier when we were talking before the show. <gasps> oh my God, the secrets used, have been revealed. I, I use choice words. Here. I don't know why you're trying to act like, oh, I don't swear. You literally swore like half, like 45 minutes ago. <laughs> but not like a sailor, not like my wife. So yeah, wow, no, I, to wow. I totally get calling it. out your wife. <laughs> oh yeah, you should, you should. I should bring her in the podcast because she, it will, everything will just be a bunch of bleeps. Yeah, no, I, I, under, I understand what you're talking about, Michael. Um, right. For sure. Like, uh, for example, for how, how old are the, these listeners? Oh, they're, they're, they're young professionals, just like okay. us. Um, they're not kids. For they're example, not kids. Yeah. Like, for Don't example, worry. if you watch like the Netflix shows, like Control Z and Elite, for example, they are raunchy. <laughs> There's a lot okay, of... Uh, yeah. Like nasty, nasty time going on. Um, and I have to stand there in the studio watching them doing the jiggity, jiggity, boom, boom. And I have to be like, okay, now, now breathe heavy and, and moan at this point and um, say these words. And it's, it's, you kind of, it kind of becomes your job and it's separate from you, right? Because this isn't okay. you. This is, the character that's yeah, right. Ari talking and having sex. <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> so it's different, right? We uh, there's that's that sort tough. of separation. Yeah, that's it is tough. because I'm also I don't swear like a sailor. I don't think. Um, so, uh, but uh, you know, like there there are games, right? In certain games, yeah. like the multiplayer games and the the RPG games, those thingies, um, mm -hmm. where you know there's a bit of language that goes on, and so you have to be like saying bleep 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 bleep. <laughs> you know um obviously that's exactly how it sounds um and that's why i'm in so many video games uh, but, but yeah Wait, so i understand you have done video game voiceover uh i have not booked video game uh, but voiceover okay. but i i do like i i audition for them frequently oh yeah. okay i see I'm looking forward to the the video game. The next, Where I go uh, bleep 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 right 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 yeah, bleep yeah. yeah. I know I'm... that person. Yeah. <laughs> That's look... her. Wait a yeah, second. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's I look me. forward to the day where one day Michael and I, one of us, we play a game and we text the other person and say, "Dude, wait, I'm did... pretty sure that is Sabrina." That's Sabrina. <laughs> or yeah. you like look at you look it up and you're like, "Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds familiar. Yeah. That's awesome. So it seems like from the story that we've gotten so far from you is that mm -hmm. it was kind of like a um, 
you just happened upon this industry and you ended up really liking it. Yeah. So is that what you see yourself doing uh, from this point on until For maybe the near future at least? Sure. I freaking yeah. okay. love voiceover. It is everything that I dreamed of. Because like as a kid, you're like, when you watch those cartoons, you're like, oh, it'd be so cool to be like a superhero, right? But you can't in real life because sadly that doesn't exist. Um, but you can. <laughs> in animation because it's like different right and yes. so mm -hmm. god like i i remember watching justice league and justice league unlimited and i was like man if there's one I superhero i know um i was like <laughs> i love it so much i get really hyped um anyways uh if there i was like god if there's one character i wish i could be i wish i could be Shahira, hot girl she's like my babe, she is pretty right? badass. She's she kind of badass, amazing. Yeah. Um, I love Hot Girl. I will support her to the end. Um, <laughs> she is my everything. And uh, but you know, in real life, you can't do that. But in voiceover, you can. And you can be a superhero that flies and has like a giant like mace and stuff, and that's super cool, right? Um, so I love voiceover, and I wish to do it for the rest of my life. If Obviously, I would prefer if I can have some of my career be on screen, right? That's mm -hmm. kind of what I went to school for. And that's what I first loved doing, right? I I first fell in love with musical theater. That's what I did. And that's what spurred me on to doing um, theater at university. Um, but I don't know. I just happened to take this one class and I really, really loved it. And I happened to be kind of okay at it where people would be like, yeah, I guess we'll pay you so that you can say some words <laughs> and then we can make you into a weird character. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so, but yeah. Some, somebody said that, I think it was James Clear, one of my favorite authors. And he said that it's not really, it's not necessarily about being the best at something. Mm -hmm. It's just being able to do something that, um, that most others won't. Uh, it's like, I won't I don't want to use the word pain, but mm -hmm. it's almost like for other people it's painful to do whatever it is that you're doing, but for you it's a little bit easier and oh, people yeah. are willing to pay for that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think that's a that's really like the the secret to it like to to succeed in in whatever field that you're in. And yeah. so it seems like from what you've told us so far is that that you did find your thing, which is very very in this in today's world, I would say hard not impossible. Mm -hmm. It's just a little bit more difficult because there's so many things out there that's, that's inspiring. That's like that we all aspire to be like, or, you know, land into. And I'm just happy to hear that, you know, in your case, you really enjoy it. Yeah. I and mean, I like I'm very lucky. Yeah. I feel, I always feel very lucky because I know without a doubt that like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Of course, it can't, it's not the only thing that's not my only income because I'm not that cool yet. <laughs> but if anyone wants to hire me, please do. <laughs> yeah. Um, hire Sabrina. Hire Sabrina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone hire her right now. Hire me. I'm She's cool. awesome. I'm like kind of awesome. fun sometimes. Um, but, you know, I know that there's this one thing that I'm slightly good at and i i love it doesn't feel like work for me like after this i have like three four auditions that i'm gonna record and i can stay in my little booth that i built um i can stay in my booth for like three four hours and it doesn't it doesn't feel like work to me right i'm i'm playing i'm literally playing and oh, yeah okay love that. yeah i just i think it's the best thing the best career that I could ever have is that i get to play all day right i love that and mm -hmm. so even though, you know, other other people will be like, oh, but don't you get tired? Yeah, of course I get tired, but it's fun because I get to create and I get to think of new weird wacky voices for all these wacky characters that maybe one day young kids will be like, gosh darn it, you know what? That show shaped my childhood. And I'll be like, holy heck, I love you. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, I, I feel lucky. I feel very, very lucky. I love that. I, lo I definitely love that. So I'm sure a lot of listeners who are listening to this, there are some of them who might want to be, who, who, who want to take the same route, right? Like mm -hmm. they want to be voice actors, but yeah. they probably just don't know where to start. What would be your one advice to them? Like where do, should, what should they do? I would say if you, if you don't know where to start, literally just, uh, there are voiceover, act, voiceover classes that you can take 
Um, and I know they're, they're online now too, right? Like you don't, all you have to have is a mic. You can get a really nice starter mic for like, if you make an investment of $150, they, I think he has the blue Yeti, right? And it's a great like starter microphone and it's not a thousand dollars, but like it does the job, right? Especially if you're just mm -hmm. trying to get into it, I would yeah. say go into a class and take a class first. In that class, if it's a good class, hopefully, um, what you'll end up creating is a reel. It's what we call a voiceover demo reel, right? Um, depending on if you wanna do commercial or if you wanna do animation, the way that you approach those are completely different, right? Even with uh, gaming, gaming is completely different, right? Mm -hmm. I would say just take a class and just okay. do it. That's like my okay. best advice take a class and I know it's an investment, but if it's something that you really, really want to do, go You're for it. You're investing in yourself. Exactly. So that's yeah. worth it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. Have you it. ever taught other people in, in terms of voiceover? I have like, so my friends, for example, I have a couple friends from USC, like we all took the class together or whatever. Um, a few of my acting friends are like, Hey, I have questions for you. Can you listen to my reel or can you listen to mm -hmm. my reel or my audition X, Y, Z, whatever it is. Can you listen to this and give me feedback? And I'm like, of course. Yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah, of course. Um, and so I'll listen to it. I'll give feedback. I'll be like, okay, well, what is the character? And I'll see like the sides or whatever. I'll be like, mm, you know what? I think you can, uh, maybe, elevate this a little more or is that really a question make it your own what do you think you should do should you add maybe like a giggle at the front uh it, it's like very little things but i will definitely always always listen to my friends because they always listen to me right so or anyone no. you just send your stuff my way and i'll listen to it and i'll tell you what i think <laughs> oh, oh no 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 i don't think we want to, we want to encourage internet strangers to start sending oh just kidding just kidding don't yeah. don't send me let's, stuff let's, um, let's, if you if let's... you know me and if I know you, then you can. Then it's okay. Yeah. This but is where one runs into the classic problem of per a person being just too nice. I know. <laughs> she's way too nice. Internet, and she's going to end up in a world of trouble being like, yeah, just set anything out my way. And then sorry, uh, I'll listen to it. I, I take well, it back, I Internet. I'm sorry. I got to say this. This has got to be one of the most fun episodes I've ever done in oh. Coffee Creators. It's just super fun. It's super fun to have someone like you who's who's just really full of energy i can i can like earlier when i when i started when i turn on the camera i'm like i'm gonna need my tea I, it's raining outside it's a little gloomy yeah, tea, tea. but you kind of just like yeah i got rid of that that whole thing oh. and I, he too he wasn't really feeling yeah. it uh this morning he was telling me but not because uh, of you but because i just got my booster it's all because of me and oh no, okay, just no me. i got my booster and i've been i've been knocked out i've been sleeping the whole day in what? preparation for this podcast wow. i was like i need to have the right energy for it uh, but no, I mean, Michael's totally, he's dead on, uh, Sabrina. I love like your, I think your personality carries the entire, the entire you way. You guys, right. you're so sweet. We oh my were, God. <laughs> we were so worried. We were like, okay, uh, we have to make sure that we have enough energy to carry this conversation. Now you pretty much did the whole thing. We yeah, just yeah, thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a pretty like mm, voice, you know, where they're like, ah, that's kind of fun. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's why I think I'm most suited for children's animation because they're like, they're like, uh, if it's for like an announcer, like, you know, um, what am I thinking? Like, you know, Blue's Clues, how the guys have yeah. to be the Blue's Clues, the, the Steve, the Joe, the I can't remember what the newest guy's name is. But um, it's like, come on, kids, let's go and do this, this, that and the other or whatever. And for like other like Nick Jr. shows where it's like, let's play this, kids, and let's do this activity, <laughs> you know, and all that stuff. And for other people, it, it's like a lot of energy draining from them because they have to keep it so high up. I don't know. For me, I'm just like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and that's her 24 seven. She's like, I, I got this. Yeah. Afterwards, like, afterwards, of course, I'm like, um, but during it, I'm totally fine. No, I can imagine them being like, that was so, what a great character. And Sabrina's like, what character? <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was just me. What are you talking about? That's how I, I just am. had a cup of tea, had a little more energy this morning. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Sabrina, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast of today. Course. And I know, um, I know you have a busy schedule. I know you've got some recordings to do yeah, today. Heck, it's fine. But <laughs> she's like, fine. I'll stay as long as you want. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to ask you if you could share with the listeners where they could find you, or maybe they could. I, I don't know. Well, okay, everyone. I know she's very friendly. I know she said send her your stuff. Don't do that. Don't. But are they okay to ask you some questions if they have of any? Of course. Like if anyone ever has questions, 
just like you can find me on the social media or i guess if, well, i don't know it's like giving out an email weird um i guess an email feels no, no, like where can, people find right. where can people find you on social media that's probably on social one. media um i feel like this is weird but um my instagram handle which is kind of i guess what a lot of people give out these days my instagram is subway muffin like subway sandwiches <laughs> and like a muffin that you ung eat Right? It sounds like a cartoon. Yeah. So fun, uh, funny little story for like two seconds. When I was younger, um, the leader of like my friend group, like, you know, because we all had like our little groups or whatever. The leader of my friend group was like, let's give each other nicknames. And we were like, OK, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Um, and so then um, because I brought those like Pillsbury Funfetti cupcakes when it was my birthday, I'd be like, celebrate my birthday with me, guys. Here's some cupcakes. Ooh. Um, I'd be like, yeah, we should name me cupcake or muffin. So they started calling me muffin, but then I was like, I'll be muffin for my nickname. And then they were like, well, your name doesn't start with an M. So we can't call you muffin. Cause I had a friend, Marcela, who was like M and we can't call you. Know, it's just, it got confusing for us, like seven year olds. So then I was like, well, uh, I like eating Subway sandwiches, and that starts with an S. So then they just started calling me Subway. And, like, to this day, some of, like, my old high school friends will still call me. I still respond to Subway. Like, they're like, hey, Subway. I'm like, hey. Um, it's just, that's just, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's it. stuck for the, my, the rest of my life. So then when I was, like, 15 and made an Instagram, I was like, I'm going to make it cool. I'm going to make my nickname. So it's Subway Muffin. I just want to say, you know, you can change your handle, right? Yeah, but now I feel okay. like I, I, I feel like I've gone too far now, yeah, right? Far. Like, sure, sure. And just, people, people, sure. I feel like people won't remember. Oh, it's Sabrina Fest, even though I feel like my uh, reps want me to change it. So it's you know how they're like, this is the real checkmark, um, yeah. official yeah. verified, yeah. You're right? Verified, yeah. But then I'm like. But every time someone's like Subway Muffin, that's so weird. Then it sticks with them, and then they remember that. Actually, and they that won't remember true. Sabrina Fest. They'll remember, who's that weirdo who has Subway Muffin? Like, what the heck? You know? <laughs> so I feel like I've just dragged it on too long, and now it just needs to stay that. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's okay. like calling someone a different name, and then you, mm -hmm. you've done that for so many days, for so many weeks. Now, at some point, you kind of just have to... Or, so I, or uh, no, actually, someone calling you a different name, and you mm -hmm. said hi. You responded, mm -hmm. and you kind of committed to it. And you're like, okay, and I then guess you're like, now my name is Matt. My name, but yeah, sure. But yeah, that's, that's my awesome. social. Yeah. So if you guys have questions, don't be weird. But if you have like actual questions, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. For sure. All right. Well. Thank you again for, uh, for again, like I said, for finding the time to be on this of podcast. Course, yeah. Sabrina, you are always welcome to come back if you Ooh. find yourself, you know, free <laughs> with a little bit of time. Um, That's so cute. Well, Thank you. No, yeah, we really, really do uh, appreciate it. And we actually did enjoy I'm going to speak for myself. I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was fun. Uh. I wish I could. I, I wish we could prolong this. But obviously, schedules won't permit that. But yeah. um, especially now, because I have to go get my daughter. <laughs> but you should probably thank do you that. so much. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. She's my wife was actually just calling me right now. She's like, "Are you on your Excuse way?" Me. So I, I found her. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> uh -huh. well, no, no, no. His wife is actually saying, "Where the fuck are you?" <laughs> <laughs> Where the bleep? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> So She's gonna listen to this episode and be like, "Excuse me, yeah, yeah seriously, <laughs> how dare you pay me in a bad light?" <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much again, Sabrina. Of and thank course. you again, Thanks you for, for me. Absolutely, absolutely yes, yes. fun. Uh, just a little bit of reminder for everyone: please support the show by um, subscribing and also sharing this with your friends and your family. You can email us at coffeewithcreatorspodcast at gmail.com or you can also DM us on Instagram at coffeewcreators. Thank you for listening to the Coffee Creators podcast and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have less than 100 subscribers, and if we do reach 100, we can have our custom URL. Oh my God. Anyway. Yeah, oh my god. Well, thank you so much for this episode for listening. And I hope to see you guys again pretty soon. Uh, one more episode before the year ends. So Bye. thank you guys. See you guys around. Bye. Bye.